I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. What's up, everybody? It's Noah Daniels, and we're for another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast. On this episode, we have Steve. His brother was on, actually, and shared some stories with us. And now Steve has joined us to share some stories. Steve, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, Steve, where do you fall on what we call the Believometer? Zero meaning ghosts are not real, and 10 ghosts are absolutely real. 10, no questions. A whole 10. Okay. Uh, Well, those are always fun episodes. So, where does your origin story begin with ghosts? Where did that scale start to tick up for you? I would say in middle school, uh, probably when I was in about seventh or eighth grade. That's really when everything started for me. I know when you reached out to us, you said that your your mom had experience as well. So it sounds like it's a it's a family affair with a supernatural. Is that correct? Besides my dad, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> besides your dad. <laughs> you had something in middle school. Can you tell us about that? Sure. So every night I would end up going to bed at some point during the night and every single night no matter what time it was time of year I would always hear footsteps walk down my hallway right up to my door and stop every single night and it was just a an, an very unsettling feeling and what made you believe that these footsteps were paranormal versus like maybe somebody else in the home because everyone was sleeping and, and all of our bedrooms were right next to each other 
so we can hear when someone opens the door or, you know, goes down the hall, what he is, the bathroom and whatnot. And, and it was always dead silent when it happens. And then uh, the, you would hear the footsteps. And I know most of us, when we experience something paranormal, we tend to shy away from whatever the entity is, you know, the being, the ghost, whatever you want to call it. Did you ever jump out to try to see what was outside of your room or did you kind of stay tucked in your bed? No, I was too scared at that point. I'm like, I ain't getting up. I ain't going to that door. So you had these footsteps walking around in your home. Did it progress from there or was that the primary thing that was happening at that age? So that's where it all started. And then after that, after probably after a couple months or maybe even a year of that, it just started going up. Did the footsteps proceed to turn into like shadow figures or full figures or ghosts or how did that proceed? So after the whole footstep thing, it kept happening every night, every month, whatever it was. After a while, it stopped for a little bit. So I'm like, all right, whatever. But then it turned into dark black shadows that I could see full bodies. And it that was not, it was very weird to see that. Did anybody else in the home hear those footsteps or see the shadows? Not that I know of, because uh, again, it was late at night. So I don't know if anyone else was up or heard it, but uh, the shadows, everyone my mom, me, my brother, my fiance, sometimes she even sees it. So it's not just me. It's everyone that usually comes to the house. So this started when you were in middle school. When, were you still that middle school age when the shadows started? I was probably in 10th grade because I was driving by then. But uh, from the first one that really stuck out to me, that's the time that I remember. And clearly you're not in 10th grade now. So this yeah. has gone on for quite some time. What does your fiance think of your home having some kind of supernatural connection? Well, at first, you know, she'd always hear stories and she's like, oh, okay, like whatever. She didn't really see anything. And then I remember once we were watching a movie in my basement and lights were off watching a movie. And all she saw in the corner of the room was a guy in like a long trench coat. And that, really scared her oh my god and was she somebody who believed in the supernatural at all or was this kind of her introduction no it was definitely her introduction we, had, we actually had this conversation yesterday because she was like you know i never really thought about it or whatnot until i started coming to your house and then you always would say stuff you your mom your brother i was like oh, okay whatever and then she's like that night when i saw that guy she goes oh i was i definitely believe in it now well, you know, it's a uh, true love then if that didn't scare her away. Because <laughs> that has to be pretty jarring as like an adult to have your, your first experience like that. Is, does she, is she timid about being in that home or is she kind of just embraced it? She kind of just embraced it. She's kind of used to it. I mean, it's been six years, so uh, she's definitely gotten used to it now. You know, and then, you know, when, my ha when I have my friends over there, like, oh, do you have any more stories? And she goes, remember, guys, I, I have to stay here tonight. So let's not get too in-depth in it. So... That's fair. With all this happening, and I know you've got some more experiences that we will um, talk about, but have you or anybody in your family reached out to like mediums or psychics or priests to come to the home or, or found any information of why your home is such a portal? So the area I live in is very historical. So that's probably why we think, you know, all the paranormal stuff happens. But uh, there is this store in town that we go to. It's called Breathe. And uh, we know the owner very well, and she's, you know, very into crystals, you know, all the whole nine yards about this. So we always talk to her about it, and uh, she gives us some insight and, you know, gives us some tips, see if it helps or whatnot. And has anything ever actually helped to bring down the paranormal activity? 
one thing briefly, but then it came back. So we saged my room and I'll get into the story later in the podcast. Okay. Wow, that's that's wild that your fiance had that experience in there. So so clearly there are shadow people, figures in there. Do you have any belief yourself of what those entities are or like where they come from? I I don't. We thought maybe at first it was family members, you know, trying to reach out or whatnot, but it ended up I mean only a handful of times it was family members, but not not as much as we hope it would be, because it happens a lot. <laughs> And no, nobody's tried like Ouija boards or anything like that, have they? Uh, a pendulum. My mom has a pendulum, and we definitely have tried that. And uh, again, I'll tell you that later in the podcast. But uh, yeah, okay. All right. Well, let's jump into your next experience. Then you you started seeing those shadow figures after the footsteps. Then where did that take you? Yeah. So after I saw the shadow figures, it was it was weird how it happened. I uh, came down the hallway, and you could see my den, where my kitchen is. So I happened to look into the den and all I saw was an arm and a leg and a big black shadow kind of walking towards my direction. So that was like one of the first things and I'm like, holy shit, like that, that's insane. Like, who is it? You know? And I was in 10th grade at that point. I'm like, you know what? Let me go out. I went out and then I happened to come home. I forgot to leave any lights on. So Jeff was a little nerve wracking going back into the house when it was pitch black, but that, you know, that happens. Wow. When my mom, she was actually, she had a crazy experience is that my dad went downstairs to do whatever he was doing. Then he came back upstairs, him and my mom, you know, made eye contact. They started talking and whatnot. He goes into the other room and, and the light didn't go on. She goes, oh, okay, that's weird. She walks into that other room. He's not there. She looks upstairs. He's not there. Then she's like, okay, that, that's weird. Then he finally came upstairs and she goes, did you just come upstairs five minutes ago? He's like, no, I've been downstairs the whole time. She saw my dad, exactly what he was wearing, I believe carrying a laundry basket. He was doing laundry. They locked eye contact, both looked at each other, and she started talking to him because she saw him, but it, it wasn't him. My God. So some kind of doppelganger, it sounds like, or something going on. Where yeah. Whew, yeah, we've had a couple stories we've heard, not very many at all. You know, We've done almost 300 episodes at this point where a loved one, uh, and it's usually it's usually a spouse that will see their spouse, and I can't imagine that that would be such a mind bending experience. Did that ever happen again, or like what did your dad think about that? My dad's we'll call him a non-believer. He's like, yeah, okay, you're probably seeing things. Obviously not if you saw him, but I, it personally has never happened to me to that extent. But uh, besides that, he's just like ah, whatever. Just kind of brushes oh it off. Wow, that's uh, that's, that's pretty intense. So yeah. you had these experiences and and what was the next thing that happened in the chain of events? So, you know, throughout the years, there's always little things. Honestly, there's so many I can't remember now. The one that really stuck out was, I believe it was like two years ago, me and my mom are watching about a baseball game outside or whatnot. And then we have a walkway leading to our deck. So she goes, oh, hi, how, how are you? And I'm like, there's no one there. She goes, oh, I thought that was there. That's weird. I'm like, all right, whatever. And I'm watching the game and I'm, I'm sitting, you know, here and we got the railing behind me. And when I tell you, I felt and saw this head just come like right up next to me through my peripheral vision. I turned white as a ghost. Mom's like, what's wrong? She said like nothing, like 10 times. She goes, what happened? I said, whoever you saw came up right next to me. And it was weird because I felt the presence and I saw like the head. It was very weird. 
I was very confused. I'm like, who is it? You know, like, what is it? What are they doing? What do they need? What do they want? You know, it's just, it's, it's crazy. And other than the shadow people, when you see things like that, are they in full color? Like they look like you and me sitting here talking to each other or are they shades of gray? How do, how do they appear? They usually either white shades of gray or fully black. Like, like the, the guy in the trench coat, multiple people have seen him, not just my uh, fiance, one of our neighbors, my brother, I, haven't really seen the full thing but they have and they're always just dressing all black in a black trench coat and you can't see a face you guys need to open a uh, haunted airbnb with all that yeah. activity <laughs> yeah we should this episode of the real hauntings real ghost stories podcast is brought to you by wild grain hey everyone it's noah daniels and i'm here to talk to you again about wild grain our last shipment of wild grain was so good that my four-year-old cannot stop asking for more of that awesome bread with dinner and I'm not going to lie, I'm right there with him. And honestly, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh bread baked coming from the oven. What if I told you that you too could get that delicious experience of homemade bread with none of the time and work involved? Well, you can by ordering from Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Every item bakes frozen in 25 minutes or less, no thawing required. And you can now fully customize your wild grain box, so you can choose any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com hauntings to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com hauntings. That's wildgrain.com hauntings, or you can use promo code hauntings at checkout. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. It's, it's fascinating because you seem so, at least here and now talking about it, you seem so calm and collected. Is it just because it's happened so much that it doesn't seem as out there as it does to somebody who maybe hasn't had an experience or has only had like one or two experiences? Yeah, I'm, I'm just so used to it. And, you know, after telling my stories, other people are like, oh, I thought it was crazy. But let me tell you what happened in my house. I'm like, listen, I don't know. People are going to say, I don't believe you. You're lying. Like, good for you. Like, it, it's happened to me and other people. So it, I don't really care what they think about it because it happened so much that I'm just like, yeah, just another day. That's it. Are you happy that these things happen? Would you rather them not happen? I mean, is it? 
obviously it kind of gives you a window into a world that most people don't get to experience. So that's, um, you know, can be kind of a special thing, but I know some people are just like, no, I'd rather not be a part of that at all. Like where, where does that kind of fall for you? If it never happened, I just wouldn't have these experiences. I do feel like it is cool. Cause you know, like me my brother, my mom, and even my aunt were like all into this. And I kind of like it sometimes at some points I'm like, all right, this like needs to stop. But then other points I'm like, oh, that was pretty cool. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, it's good that at least if you're going to be somewhere that there is all this activity that, you know, it feels like you're in control of your own self and you're not being kind of like pushed out of your home or anything like that. I know you've got um, a story uh, about the window uh, that we'll talk about, but have you ever felt unsafe with the paranormal being around you? With the window story, that was probably okay. the only yeah. Okay, well, well, let's transition let's, or segue into that story then. I'd love <laughs> to hear about that. I would go to bed every night. I never felt uncomfortable to you know, be in my room, sleeping in my room one night. One night, I always sleep facing my window, as you know. Every night, I'm like, I feel like something's watching me. So I would turn around every night. I'd be like, all right, cool, I can go to bed now. Weird, whatever. Night after night after night. So then one night, I had that feeling. And I turned around, and when I tell you the literal fear of God entered my soul is when I turned over, I look up to the corner, and this white face is coming straight towards my face. And at that point, I'm like, this needs to stop right now. I'm like, what the hell is it? I, 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 I will literally tell you, I hid under my sheets like a five-year-old being scared. That's how unsettling. Just think, you're sleeping, and you see a face come right at you and in all white i didn't know who it was it was just a face every night you know not every night but here and there it's gonna sound weird i see him peeking just around my dresser and i always turn my light on and i'm like you need to leave you got to get out you're not welcome to here and i'm like and i gotta go to work in the morning i'm like so you, you need to stop and then i would turn the light back off and somehow i would fall asleep that is by far the most intense story i or story and Thing that's ever happened to me it's just absolutely insane oh that's horrifying well i know in the email you said that you and your mom communicated with it can you tell me about that my mom got a pendulum out and you know you hold it up has a triangle if it goes left and right it means no up and down yes or vice versa it really doesn't matter anyways so she's holding it she goes is there something here so the pendulum literally started swinging back and forth yes then she goes stop and then it literally swings halfway and then it immediately stops very weird how it works but she's like are you here to harm anyone? It says no. Then she asks, were you ever human before? And it says no. So if it was never human, it's either a demon or just, it's going to sound weird, evil, you know? So that's when, after we did that, we went down to that store, Bree, that I was talking about earlier. And the owner said, take this sage, go to your house. You should really do every room in your house, but you especially got to do the room that everything happens in. Of course, it's my room. So, you know, we're saying our, our father, we, we lit up the sage, got the window open and whatnot. So after we do it, whatever, we leave the room, we come back later. I open the door. I The room, it's going to sound weird, has never felt that clean and that, like, I guess, free since, since I'm literally a kid, like before the footsteps started. And it's weird to say that because you think you would feel a difference. But as it just progressively got worse, I didn't even notice. And then that happened. And I'm like, wow, I'm like it, it just feels clean in here now. And it was, but now it's back. So yeah. 
<laughs> almost a happy story happy exactly. <laughs> but it's back you've clearly seen the face i mean it, it it sounds like it come you know at least that first time it came at you and you've seen it like pe peeking out can you give your best description of what the face looks like so it's just a white face and from I'm trying to think like from what i remember it kind of looks like an older man but it was moving so quickly that i really couldn't see but it was de definitely a man I mean, didn't have any hair doesn't mean that the person was bald or whatnot or who it was. It could be. And another thing talking about uh, talking to not this exact one, but we, we use this like this, like, you know, ghost app to see, you know, what's in the home or around and like it like talks to you. Who knows mm -hmm. if it's true or not? But it's weird because it always says scared, revolution, help, war, uh, uh, colony, like all these weird things. So hmm. And more of that. So we've kind of made it, you know, figured it out that obviously whoever this is, they're scared and they were in some type of war or battle that was in my area, whenever it was, if it, you know, if all that's true, it's just very odd. Just the thought of like anybody watching you in your time of when you want to feel the most safe would be slightly devastating, you know, never feeling that peace. So when you say that, you know, you guys cleanse the room and you, you immediately felt that levity, um, you know, or, or that fresh breath of, of something being gone when it did come back after that, it did it look the exact same kind of act the exact same. Yeah. I mean, uh, it just kind of went right back to what it was before we, we, uh, saged the room. And the only time that it actually, I feel okay sleeping is when my fiance is over. And we're both in my room going to sleep. I do not feel it. But I will say it is attached to me. Some people think I'm crazy when I say this, but I went up to Vermont, my buddy's house, and she wasn't there. Everyone was sleeping downstairs. I was sleeping upstairs. And I couldn't sleep because I had that feeling that someone was watching me. Yep. Gosh, it'd be fascinating to bring in, you know, one of these super sensitive mediums into that home and see what they feel or experience. I mean, I would think if mediums are a real uh if they really have these powers and and not just something conceptually i i would think they would feel like overwhelmed almost going in there because there is so much activity but having you know we've heard stories of ghosts being attached to furniture pictures um dolls and it, it's really interesting that you feel that this entity is kind of following you where you go i i wonder you know some people will say that you know, maybe something slightly similar and they'll be like, you know, it, it saved me from this car wreck. That's something I've heard before, but it sounds like yours is just kind of a warrior that wants to <laughs> creep on you and, and watch you sleep. And now that I think of it, it's weird. Cause when we, we recently went away, me and my parents and we were all in one hotel room. And I feel like every time that I'm in another room with someone else, anyone else, it doesn't happen now that I actually think of it. Cause really it only happens when I'm alone. Yeah. Maybe it, it just feels safe or that's when the you know if you believe that there's like a veil that gets lifted or something maybe there's there's something to that i just the part that really fascinates me the most i mean it's all of course very interesting is the is your fiance and and being that almost be like a great reality show if we could see all the ghosts you know be like um what we do in the shadows or something you know like right. you see her yeah. come in and you know i hope that you know she continues to have positive experiences and maybe yeah. less uh men in trench coats in in the home because yeah. that's a tough one you know the whole hat man archetype of these 
shadow people is that that's the one that probably scares me the most because it's one thing to hear individuals stories and you can, you know, it's kind of hear them and be like, Oh, wow, that's, that's scary or whatever. But when you hear one thing that seems to protrude toward through so many stories, it's like, what is that entity? Why does everybody keep seeing like a trench coat, a hat, um, you know, something like that. Well, with your mom, is there anything else that she experienced that you want to share with us? Well, the one time that she had her phone open, it was, you know, her and my dad's text message. So she put it down on the table. She walked away. She came back into the room and actually in the text message where you type it out, it said love and it wasn't there beforehand. And it, the same thing happened a couple of days prior. I don't remember exactly what the word was. Same in the exact scenario though. I was always with my dad and it's weird because he's the one, you know, we'll call him a non-believer that doesn't believe, you know, out of yeah. all of us. It was, it was a little, you know, it was just a little weird. And then, Another time, this is with me, when I was over at my neighbor's house, they have, have gone away like, oh, do you mind watching dogs? I'm like, yeah, no problem. And they've never had any experiences except when we're around or they're away and we're in their house. So I walk in, I open the door, I turn around. As soon as I lock the deadbolt, all I hear, clear as day, and I know exactly it was the woman's mother who is alive, says, hey, Marie, is that you? I said, all right, dogs, I'm not staying here tonight. And I turned around, got out, and then we sent my brother over there and just didn't tell him. But very, very scary to because no one was in the house at all. And it was clear as day. And my mom had a feeling that night that I was going to come back, and I did. Well, I, I'm glad you've kind of mastered yourself through this because I think some people would have a really hard time feeling happy and healthy in a home. <laughs> so much paranormal activity and thank you so much for coming on in and sharing these stories you know this story really had everything if somebody's looking for a ghost story well steve do you have anything else you want to share with our audience anything you want to plug before we wrap up nah, i believe that's uh, that's all all right steve well thank you so much uh tell your brother we say hello and i i hope you all stay safe and enjoy what is our upcoming spooky season as halloween fast approaches and, and please let us know if anything else happens i mean it sounds like you guys have pretty regular activities so yeah keep keep us up to date it definitely will with that i'm noah daniels and i'm steve Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. 
That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.